It's the 90s to now with John Deering. What is the 90s to now? It's my weekly radio show on 100.9 2BACR Sydney. It's about the news, music and talking about the 90s to now. Thanks for listening to my podcast where we feature some of the musicians and interesting people that I interview each week. To hear the songs as well, search for Emerging Australian Musicians Podcast on Spotify. Well, my bonus artist this week, uh, well, he's inducted into the ARIA Hall of Fame. He's, I still remember hearing his music as a, a kid growing up, uh, which was JoJo's Epp and the Falcons, uh, and then, of course, the Black Sorrows, which had those huge hits albums, especially in about 92. I've got him on the phone anyway. It's Joe Kimmeliri. G'day, Joe. Thanks for joining us here. Oh, good, good evening, John. Pleasure. Yeah. Now, I, I've got to say, your, your music was uh, the memories of my youth and growing up. Um, <laughs> Especially like uh, JJ Zepp and the Falcons. I mean, oh, thank you. Some of that music is still uh, as well brilliant in your head. It's like I mean, obviously, Hit and Run, Shape I'm In, yeah. Um, and then of course, Taxi Taxi uh, Mary, which uh, I'm going to end the show with. Uh, I always have a flashback. Well, that's, a weird, that's a weird. That's a weird track, isn't it? It's so different. It's so. I still, I still remember it. It was just so <laughs> out there compared to your other stuff. Yeah. But yeah, it was a it was a strange old time. But anyway. Um, I, I had fun. I remember putting that record together with Peter Solly, you know, and uh, mm. and uh, and that was the standout track. I thought that was the um, and 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 it became a really big hit for me. Well, I think it was uh, top ten or something. You, if, if you make, yeah. I mean, I think I still remember seeing it on Countdown. Actually, yep. I remember it too. <laughs> yeah, he would have, because I think you were on Countdown quite a few times with uh, some of those songs. Yeah. Yeah, no, I was fortunate enough to be um, on all those shows around that time, you know. I must have been doing something right, and I didn't know what, what that was. Well, I mean, some of your some of the music is, even back in the earlier stuff with your <clears throat> saxophone stuff, it's just really, I think saxophone and the song just gives it that extra bit, don't you? Well, I like to think so, being a saxophonist, you know. And by the way, it's uh, Wilbur's birthday today, so... Oh. Happy birthday, Wilbur Wilde! Yes, and he's got uh, and he's got his um, talking about saxophone. Yeah, of course, and they've got the Hey Hey Saturday thing coming up soon. Yeah, that's right. You know, now, uh, strangely enough, I know we're we're, we're moving around the place, but um, I, I did a little thing for the Hey Hey special. Oh wow! And I didn't know, and they asked me how many times do you reckon you played on Hey Hey Saturday. I said, oh, maybe. I reckon I have 10 times or something like that. They said 34 times. Wow. I was on that show 34 times, you know. Uh, so, I mean, but that was a, a much-watched television show. I mean, obviously, was incredible. starting on Saturday mornings. I mean, we used to, mm-hmm. I used to watch it as a kid on Saturday mornings, and then they yeah. moved it into the night time, and then you just yeah. could not watch it because the guests they had on there, Clint Eastwood, and you name it. Everybody wanted to be on it, and um, it was hard when it was in the morning, you know, because you... Sometimes you still haven't got home from the the, the night before. Oh, of course, you're, you're there at six or seven o'clock in the morning, uh, getting ready to sort of because it used to be everything was live. You know, yeah. it kind of changed. Some parts of it changed as um, as the show grew bigger and bigger, and it just became a monster, didn't it? But um, yeah, it's, it's Wilbur's sixty um, sixth birthday today, and um, oh, good for him. So it was kind of a, just, uh, I just because you were talking about the saxophone, yeah. you know, because we 
we you know we played saxo in the falcons together and it was a really nice combo the two saxophones and we complemented each other really nicely you know mm, absolutely well i, I thought um i was going to ask you how did you form the Black Sorrows? Because uh, obviously JJ Zepp and the Falcons were, were doing pretty good and then you sort of had a bit of a break there and then the, how did you go with the Black Sorrows? Well, it, I, I didn't really have a break, but um, you were talking about Taxi Mary before, but mm. I had a hit with that. And by that time, you know, with the, the band had, um, had broken up, so I just became JoJo Zepp. For that one record, which was the Char record, mm. and and I, I didn't sort of um, all of a sudden I, I, I didn't have a post, you know, uh, I didn't have a station in life, and um, and I knew I wanted to do something. So the the, the, the the what I chose was to get go back to be, the beginning again, mm-hmm. and uh, and I was just so happened it was just kind of. Uh, one of those things, you just, someone asked you, hey, listen, would you like to do a show on a Sunday afternoon, you know, just for laughs and for a few drinks and, you know, we'll pass the hat around or something like that. And I, I, I took that on. And, and of course, you, you say yes to something, then you've got to pull it together, right? So yeah, I had to find a bunch that. of people that, that were available, and uh, which turned out to be, most of them turned out to be in the Black Cyrus for a couple of years. And and some were in the Falcon uh, in the Falcons like what uh, Wayne Burt was an original member of the Falcons enjoyed the original version of of the Black Sorrows. Gary mm. Young was there. Wayne Duncan from Daddy Cool uh, joined the Sorrows were accidentally. You know, it was oh, yeah. all just it, it was all about one. It was all about a Sunday afternoon show, which you can pull together with your friends. You know, yeah, you know enough material. You know enough material to pull it all together, and um, and make it sound pretty good. You know, it was um, it, it sounded, and, and it was uh, it was other people's songs. You know, sure. so it was kind of uh, you know I didn't do any of the things that I was writing. It was just about starting brand new, and that turned into a band, which turned into what well, well it was called the Black Sorrows on that day, but it turned into that band, and of course it just kept evolving into what it is today. Yeah, well, of course, in '93. You had Harley and Rose. That album was a double mm-hmm. platinum, and I mean, even some of the commercial stations are still playing Harley and Rose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. Uh, I think it reached our triple platinum status. Uh, it finally got through to the triple platinum status, which was really beautiful. Oh, it is to have, and um, and um, you know, the, 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 and the single just went berserk, and it was one of those songs that. I knew it was something when we were writing it, you know, when me and Nick were writing, my, mm. my my writing partner. It was the last song we recorded for that album. Yeah, um, so we didn't have even the title for the album, you know, and we were, and it was a double album. Mm. Uh, and um, so we were, we were working in, um, we were working on some overdubs and, and me and Nick are in the kitchen um, putting the finishing touches on it. And I remember recording it that night, you know, before we, before we, we called it a day, just to get an idea of what it was. And then we cut it. We cut it the first thing the next morning, you know. Mm. 
we cut it about midday the next day, and um, and uh, and uh, that was the that sort of how do you say it? You put a bow around something, yeah, and it was like that for that album. It was like the finishing, know, touch, us, the finishing touch. The finishing touch. Yeah, it gave us it gave us the title. It gave us. Um, well, we, we we end up having we had six singles off that maybe off that album, and we had they were big singles too. You know, oh, the, absolutely. Um, we had um, um, a whole bunch of different things. Um, Never let me go was on that album. Uh, of course, Harley and Rose. We had um, uh, hold it up to the mirror. We had um, Angel Street. I think was another big yeah. song off that album, but. But you know, and, you know, there was just a, there was it was a fistful of really good songs, and um, I agree, 100%. and it's always great to to be able to say that you had that. We didn't know that at the time, of course. We were just we were coming off this incredible triple platinum album called Hold On to Me. I absolutely must still remember that song because back then I used to do this as well, so I got to play some of that stuff when it came out. So. Right. It's good fun. Um, but I've, I've chosen one of your earlier songs before we have a listen yeah. to St. George's um, Road, which is amazing. I thought we'd yeah. have a listen to Stir It Up. I love this track. Okay. So why don't we have a listen to that and we'll come back okay. and chat some more. This is uh, J.K. Millery from The Black Sorrows. It is the 90s to now. I'm John Deering, and that's The Black Sorrows and Stir It Up, and I've still got J.K. Millery with me. So, Joe, um, we're up to talking about your great new album called St. George's Road. What inspired that recording? Oh, you know, it's just um, business as usual, you know. Yeah. I get up in the morning and uh, the first thing I do is you know, look for an instrument. It's just something that I do every day. It's not, um, or nearly every day. Yeah. Uh, and and then you, you just get a few songs together, and all of a sudden you got enough to make another record. And uh, you tend to want to do that, or I do anyway. It's um, well, this is number nineteen, isn't it, from the Black Sorrows, and number fifty is, is Joe Camilleri. Yeah, that's right. It's my fiftieth release. Um, and uh, we finished this record, you know, um, 18 months ago. Oh, no, uh, yeah, to what, February last year. Mm. Is that 18 months? Maybe 16. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I've had it for a long time. And, and um, I really got to a point where I didn't really know if it was going to come out at all. But, uh, uh, because it was so long in between things. And I've moved on from this record. Of as uh, Just from a, a point of view of kind of writing more songs, you mm. know. Um, and you're mapping out all kinds of different things. I've kind of, I always look at writing songs for the band. I keep thinking the band needs some new material, you know. Um, uh, I'll, I'll write some new material or I'll do this and, or I'll, so, uh, it's just, it's just something that I do. I do a lot of different things, but that's one of the many things that I do on a daily basis that I like to do. And, um, I, I, um, I I played it to a couple of people, and I said, "Oh, look, this is uh, I, wrote, I recorded this record with my old-time friend Peter Solly, who uh, lives in New York. He came down by chance. He was in Vietnam and uh, came, stayed at my house. I played him some songs. Went back to New York. I um, I sent him some a demo of some of the songs. I said, "Would you be interested in coming back to Australia?" And he said, you know, yes, I would love to come back and um, 
so I organised this um, recording session that turned out to be St George's Road. Well, it is it is a beautiful recorded album, and I thought we'd play some tracks off it. And I chose the mm-hmm. number one song called "What Stephanie Knows." Now, who's Stephanie? Oh, well, you know, she's just a whimsical uh, child of the universe. You know, yeah. a free a, a free thinking spirit. You know, okay. an independent woman. Yeah, it's it's a lovely song. So why don't we have a listen? We'll come back. Uh, okay. We've got uh, the, a couple of more songs. Uh, and my guest is Jake Himmeliri. He's uh, from the Black Sorrows. The 90s to now with John Deering. And my guest is Jake Himmeliri from the Black Sorrows. And the album we're listening to is St. George's Road. And that was What Stephanie Knows. So, uh, Joe... Um, Beautiful, yeah. beautiful song there with the sax and everything in that. That's what made me. Oh, love, thank you. That's why I love that song. As I said, today I could have chose, I could have changed my music selection about four times, but I kept the ones that I picked on Sunday when I did the programming because I thought mm-hmm. I've chosen them for a reason. But I, I got to say, I, I do love the uh, main title song from the uh, album, Saint George's. Right. Song. Is that inspired by anything particular? Uh well, you know, it, it really, it's kind of. Um it just pays uh, homage and a tribute to our departed loved ones, you know, and mm. all the people that we know that have come and gone. And um, and so it's just pretty much, um, from my perspective, you know, uh, yeah, I lost a member of my, one of uh, one of my siblings passed on, you know, mm. and, uh, and but it wasn't just about a song for him; it was just a song for everybody. Okay, well, let's have a listen to it. We'll come back, we'll have a final chat, and we'll have a listen to your current single off the album. It's the title track from the album, St George's Road, and uh, that's it. Hey, Joe, um, so you've got a current single out now, and uh, I've got to say I love it, Living Like Kings. Um, Thank you. So you're, now if people want to find out a bit more about you, Joe, where should they be looking on the web, and if they wanted to oh. get a copy of this wonderful album, where should they go? <clears throat> well, if you're not in lockdown, you can buy it everywhere. Yeah, um, you can get it online. Of course, you can get it on Apple, um, all those kind of uh, platforms. You can you can buy it, you know, uh, blacksorrows dot com dot au. I guess is the um, and you can go to any of those platforms. And um, I'm just uh, I I am incredibly uh, surprised by everything that's been happening with this record because I understand. There's a milestone involved. 50 mm. releases sounds like a lot. Um, and I thought it was going to be overshadowed, you know. Yeah. But it seems that but the record itself, you know, I think the quality of the record speaks for itself. And I think that I think the general public that have heard the record are really sort of responding to it. So I'm really, I'm excited. I'm kind of, in some ways, it's, feels like my very first album again. <laughs> to be honest, Joe, I've got to say, it reminded me very much of the stuff from 93, but it just sounded a lot more... I thought it sounded more mature and better than the stuff from 93, but it reminded oh, me you. very much of the style of, of that album. And yeah. when I when I started to listen to this a few weeks back, I'm thinking, yeah. this is just so much it, like the Black Sorrows that I remember. Oh, thank you for that. I mean, I didn't... Get, you know, you, you you try never to look back or anything like that. I just, uh, me and Nick write the, you know, we try to write the best songs we can. Of course. At, 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 at any given time. And um, if it feels like that, well, that, that that was kind of like a, 
that was a, a really big time in my life, you know, during those albums. And because uh, I was saying something that people were interested in listening to, you know, and I'm, I feel that this record is doing just that. So I'm really excited by it. I can't wait to start playing. It's been a long time. You know, we've been shut down for so long. Oh, yeah. I feel sorry for you being in Victoria and, and also the most locked down state, uh, part of the whole world. It's, it's terrible. Yeah, apparently we, we, well, we're famous for something, uh, <laughs> something else. Um, uh, look, you know, it, it's, um, um, uh, this virus is, um, you know, it, it, it wants to kill you. Yeah, and, um, and it doesn't like humans, I guess, is the, uh, and it's been driven by a whole bunch of different things. And we've got a chance to, uh, I guess, they're looking at vaccination as being the way out now. Um, and, but of, of course, you know, it, it takes time and there's a lot, and, and all the other things that go with it, you know. Exactly. Um, but the really nice thing, John, yeah. is that I think people during this period, particular point of time, have really embraced how much they missed and love music oh. in their life. You know, to live, live entertainment is something that people absolutely love to go and see people in concert. Mm. Uh, they like to go to the pub and maybe see a pub band if, yeah. if, if, if they're still around. And everybody is missing all of that. It's just terrible, isn't it? And, uh, you know, and I think we, we kind of lost a little bit of that, you know, took it for granted. And I think that, the general public really do, do uh, appreciate it, and I appreciate that. And um, look, you know, uh, with um, with all the uh, you know all the good things that are happening, you know, we'll be back on our feet again. You know, it's it's it, it's really hard for people. Um, you, know, you know, it's it's your job. You know, and of it's course. hard. Not only is it, your, but it's a purpose. You know, it's your place in the world. You know, it's your and. Um, and 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 there's a certain kind of struggle involved in it, and so you just um, you just want to get on with it, you know. Hundred percent. Kind of what's happening now, I think. Well, Joe, I'm, I'm going to thank you so much for coming on. I'm going to end with uh, "Live Like Kings." It's uh, mm -hmm. and I've got to say, I, 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 that it's one of my favourite albums at the moment. Your album. Uh, thank you. I'll be making sure I listen to it again in the car on oh. the way home. <laughs> it's, it's, it's it's terrific. But thank you so much for coming on. It's been an absolute oh, pleasure. Oh, thanks for having me, John. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you. The 90s to now, heard on 100.9 2BACR every Tuesday night from 7. Also, check out the 90s to now Facebook and Instagram pages to find out more.